Welcome to the latest episode of Songs of Our Lives. I'm Brad Rose. I am a musician, a composer, a writer, the founder of Foxy Digitalis, and somebody who thinks about music and sound far more than is healthy. Each week, I invite on a guest, and we talk about the songs and the music that has meant a lot to them and follow them along their journey, if you will. And this week, I'm thrilled to have on Felicia Chin, a.k.a. Disfig. Uh, I'm a huge fan of her work. And when I saw late last year, I guess it was, uh, this collaborative album between her and the body announced, I jumped on the chance to, you know, invite her on the show. And we, we actually recorded this a while ago, but God, it was so much fun. And it's just, yeah, it's one of those things where I, I knew her work really well. I'd been a really great admirer of the, like the music she makes her her DJ sets just, I don't know. Felicia's rad. And this just kind of, it, it, it just added a lot of interesting context to like her work and, um, her approach and all of those things. And, but I don't know, I, my, my takeaway from these often is, is a, that part, like I get a better understanding of someone as an artist, but B it's just like, God, I just had a lot of fun. Like it was like, you know, took it, we recorded for like an hour and a half and it was just, is great. So, um, the album orchards of a feudal heaven, it's her and the body. It is out on February 23rd on thrill jockey. It fucking rules. If you haven't heard it, I mean, if you're a fan of Disfig or if you're a fan of the body, then, you know, obviously this is the thing, but it's just, there's so much to this album. Like, there's just so many, I feel like really cheesy saying this, but there are so many levels to it that I've, I've listened to it a bunch in the last few months and it's, always kind of revealing something else, but like the main takeaway is just this very visceral cathartic listening experience. So huge recommendation on that. Um, as always, thanks for listening. And you can, if, if you really enjoy the show and you want to support it and you want a little bit more, uh, patreon.com slash Foxy digital is for three bucks a month. You can get these episodes a week early and all of them have like a whole extra exclusive Patreon section where, um, we, we have the most fun in some ways, I think. I don't know. But anyway, we recorded this, like I said, late last year, I think in November on Zoom. And it was a freaking blast. I hope you think so, too. My guest today is a musician, a singer, a DJ, and if you ask me, someone who has the potential to be like the best fucking front woman in the world, it is Felicia Chin. Woo! Hey, thank you. <laughs> How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm good. It's uh, it's like this perfect fall day here where it's gray and windy and cool, and I'm loving it. So. It's not a perfect fall day here. It is a winter 
um, oh. yeah, initiation day with snow <laughs> on the ground and frigid, oh, slippery weather. Okay, well, good time to be inside. Here. <laughs> yeah. um. I'm warm inside. Luckily, I have yeah, heat, hey. you know? That's good. That's very good. Um, okay, so obviously, like, we're, uh, we're recording this in late November, but this isn't going to come out for a little while because you've got a record with The Body coming out. Yes. I guess like the the first question is how did how did that come about? Like how did the conversation start or what? <laughs> yeah, I think it was uh, pretty organic. Uh, I think we were both fans of each other's work. I was yeah, I, I love the body. I've seen them play a few times. Um, yeah, just always been blown away by their music and by their live shows too. Um, and yeah, I think, I think it's as organic as things are today in the world where we have the internet. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we may have run into each other on the internet, um, right. <laughs> and, you know, sent each other some, some love on each other's work. And yeah, I think, uh, one of them just hit me up one day and was like, Hey, should we do an album together? And I was like, yeah <laughs> that's awesome yeah so how long like how long ago like how long have you guys have you all been working on it i can't remember exactly when uh, but i want to say 2020 was when that conversation oh, wow. happened yeah so a long time ago and a very different time ago too <laughs> yeah right <laughs> um so uh, one of the things and, and i was having this conversation with somebody the other day but um have you I don't know, always ever like wanted to be sort of like the front woman of a metal band. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, yeah, I think when I was a kid, I definitely, I did, de I wanted to be in a band and I wanted to be, I don't know if I always wanted to be the front woman or front person or, you know, the singer in the band. I think when I was a kid, I wanted to play the drums and then I, yeah, I, my parents were like, no, <laughs> we're not. <laughs> bring drums into the house, you crazy. <laughs> and then I think I thought bass, like the bass guitar was really cool. So I thought that I wanted uh -huh. to play the bass. Um, I'm not sure when, when I felt like I had this desire to, yeah, be. Like be a singer. Yeah, well, no, I mean, <laughs> I think, I think like vocals came to me when I was really young, uh, just mm -hmm. through being a really big choir nerd, actually. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, I'm not sure, but I, it, it yeah. has, it has been within me. And, and <laughs> actually when I think about this album and this collaboration, I actually don't really see it as that. I think this is the first time I, I've, I'm seeing it as that, as you're mentioning it now. Okay. I mean, in somewhat like, I don't listen to the record. <laughs> yeah. Like I say that. But I feel like the way, you know, like when I think of like the, you know, the singer of a band or like the, it's, I don't think it does quite describe what you all do together. Cause mm. I feel like in a way with the record, your voice is, you are the singer, but it's also just this other instrument along with everything else. And so I yeah. don't know. I think, you know what I think it is, is that, um, because it's been like two or three years working on this record uh, and it's been, you know, I've been in Berlin and they've been in Portland. 
So mm -hmm. it's all been through email, um, <laughs> just sending stems back and forth with a with a lot of time in between each email. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like it hasn't felt like that because I guess when I think of, you know, being the um, a vocalist in a band, I think of the performance part, right? not the studio part. So we haven't done that yet. Yeah. So I don't even know, I don't know what that looks like, how that's gonna work. <laughs> um, yeah, as of now, we haven't, you know, we've made some plans to do that in the future, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> but I haven't been in the same room with them, you know, uh, working on the stuff. That'll be interesting. Yeah, it should be very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> should be, I imagine I imagine it'll be a lot of fun. Though. I don't know. I like I have these visions. I can just see you on stage, like, you know, like fist up, like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I it'll know. be really fun. Uh, I mean, we we played together. Um, I was in Portland, I think, earlier this year and they set up a show. Um, mm -hmm. So I. Yeah, on the same bill, I opened for them and it worked out really well, actually. Um, I think that generally maybe we might, our performances might exist in two kind of different worlds, um, yeah. but it really worked together. But at the same time, I think that the performances are very different uh, with sure. like a different demeanor, a different persona, different energy bringing to it. So it'll be really interesting to see how, you know, we walk together and, and Right. What's gonna be the the vibe when we're on stage together? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's. I I love collaborations like this where it's like I never had thought of it, but then when like the email came through, it's like, oh yeah, this makes sense. <laughs> and then, and I think one of the things that is really cool is that it because you know a lot of times collaborate like collaborations can be really hard. Like I love collaborating, but it can be really hard to figure out where everything fits. And I think. Totally. this record especially is like you hear you and the stuff you do you hear what they do but it's also it it feels like something different too like it's mm. all and so i don't know you all somehow threaded that needle very <laughs> very well so <laughs> yeah i think i think it wasn't it it wasn't something super intentional i think it was just like we sent each other stems of things that we might have been you know just little little demos or something and then mm -hmm. slowly we just started walking together <laughs> towards each other and yeah that's kind of what what came out of it i think also i mean i think that time period was a lot um you know a lot of stuff going on right. in in very different modes i think uh that i i feel like if we had made the album i don't know a couple years prior to that it sound a lot different and I feel like right. if we had written it today, it would sound so different. So it really yeah. encapsulated some, you know, some moments, some moments. Yeah. Yeah. I think for like that totally makes sense. And then seeing how that will then now in this moment translate live will be like the live setting is one thing, but it's also yeah. like, I don't know. It feels, it's, a, it feels, it's been two, three years, but it feels like such a different, I think we're all very different. <laughs> now it's very so. different <laughs> <laughs> just yeah to put it mildly yeah um well i think it's awesome i'm excited about it i think a lot of people are probably excited about it and i i don't know did you see i don't remember who it was but somebody like apparently had tweeted said it like a couple years ago about how disfig and the body need to make a record yes 
I, I, I think it was a friend of a friend and my friend sent it to me and we had already started working on the album and I've been saving that tweet. <laughs> it's been in a folder in my favorites, you know, saving it to drop it one day. Like, Ooh, this is the one. <laughs> yeah. I think I saw you do that and you had like the big eyes on it. Like, and it was yeah. like the day before the announcement. Very, yeah. yeah very well timed. Very good. Um, yeah, good social media. Yeah, thank, thanks, <laughs> thank you, person, for tweeting that. Yes, <laughs> they like, yeah, they helped the whole promotional campaign. And <laughs> yeah. They didn't even know it. Um, okay, well, let's we should get down to business here. And so, to do that, so we kind of talked about like your your choir kid and also those, so and <laughs> which I'm currently raising a soon to be choir kid. Yes. Yeah. She started taking voice lessons yes, a couple months ago. Go. Yes, go. Yes. And so I'm sick. Yeah, I'm totally into it. But anyway, enough about me. So what is, let's start with what is the first song that you remember? <laughs> uh, Hip Hop Hooray. <laughs> oh, Naughty really? by Nature, oh, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. What a first song. To, uh, that's you know, awesome. I don't know if it's like I made a memory in my mind, but I I see it very vivid vividly. I feel like I was two years old, but I feel like that's kind of crazy to remember something at two yeah. years old. Maybe two and a half or three. I I feel like I feel like if I said this story to my sister, she'd be like, "You're crazy. That didn't happen. You made you made something up again." <laughs> Is your sister older or younger? <laughs> older by eight okay. years. So okay. this oh, happens wow. often that I you know I remember things. Just like no, that didn't happen. <laughs> But I think also she, you know, as someone eight years older than me, she remembers things a lot differently than I do. Sure. So, But I, I, yeah, I remember visiting my family on the West Coast um, for the first time. I was like two and a half or three years old. Barely remember any of the trip, but I do remember stepping into someone's room. I think it was like a, a cousin, but someone who was older, like in their 20s or something. And I think like, I just see, I see it as this like kind of hazy light, den <laughs> where on one side is just like cassette tapes and like records maybe cds i guess not were cds available that back then 92 uh, i don't remember was, well, yeah, i think that was like early yeah okay well i guess this is my made-up memory anyway who sure. knows but <laughs> i remember uh, yeah a bunch of them sitting on the ground and just looking really cool they're all a lot older yeah. than me it was my first time meeting them um, first time being on the West Coast, and yeah, hearing this song, Hip Hop Hooray, and like people, wow. people just nodding while there was like some windows in the background, and then like the light was like streaming in, but in like this, it almost feels like people were smoking, but I feel like that's not possible because right. I feel like my family doesn't <laughs> smoke. <laughs> so wow. I yeah, I don't know what this is. Maybe it's a fucking hey. music video. Who knows? But. <laughs> It's one that's been I mean, living yeah, in my head for a long time. <laughs> it, well, that's like, wow. That's an amazing for, I mean, what a, what a song too. Like, it's just, <laughs> yeah. oh my God. It, like from like the opening beat, like that beat and just like the gang vocal and the, like the whole thing. It is, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> every time, whenever I was like prepping for this and every time this song came on, I was like, I got to get up and move. I can't just sit mm. here and listen to this. Mm. It is just such a jam yeah definitely <laughs> definitely the energy that i got from that as a two-year-old was just like this is hard <laughs> yeah yeah this goes fucking hard yeah 
Oh, wow. That's awesome. I never, see, never would have guessed that that was going to be the answer to this. Ah. So that's awesome. Okay. Well, I, it's, on a totally different note, like what, what's a song that, that often makes you cry or makes you, if it doesn't actually make you cry, it makes you feel that feeling. Mm. I have, I only sent you one question, uh, one answer. Okay. I have, I kind of have two answers to this okay. question. That's fine. Um, my, my instinctual answer is um, Sufjan Stevens, To Be mm. Alone With You, mm -hmm. uh, which is off of Seven Swans, which mm -hmm. is one of my favorite albums ever. Uh, yeah. I think maybe it's just that I've spent so much time with that album. I feel like it, for many years, uh, it's been my go-to album to put on when maybe I'm not feeling so yeah. nice or, you know, it's kind of like, it's like a blanket. Yeah, it's like comfort food. Yeah, of. yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think particularly that one really, really is oh, weighty. Man. A weighted blanket. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like, I don't know, and I realize that because this is like 10 plus years old, but like, you know, like the recent news of his partner's passing and stuff like earlier this year. I didn't stuff. hear that. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, shit. Yeah. Like he had a, I, I think he had a new album out this year, maybe. I can't, but when it came out, he talked about like his partner had passed and all. Um, and so it's like all these songs, like I was listening to this and it's like, I realized this is 10, like half was 10, 12 years ago, but it yeah. just has. It just adds to that weightiness yeah, of totally. it. It's like, oh my god, oh, <laughs> oh damn, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, so, I didn't realize though. Um, I mean, this has to this 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 relates to a, uh, another. Um, <laughs> it relates to how actually it's really hard for me to comprehend lyrics, mm, but I did not mm -hmm. realize until recently that. Seven Swans is like a devotional album. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I think. Or that's, maybe not devotional. It's not devotional right. album, but like it, like very heavily based on Christianity. I, I don't think that's like I think, like I knew that because I read it. Same. And, like, is it same. The time? And, <laughs> and I think part of that. I think he's really good at. I don't think he's hiding it, but I think he. I don't know. It sort of speaks to, like, I'm not religious at all or anything, but obviously there are certain, like, religions have sort of, there are universal themes and mm. things that we can sort of, anybody can relate to. Like, take the, totally like, the weird, like, Jesus-y part out of it, and it's like, there's a lot of it I can run like, yeah, that is, you know. And I think his stuff does a really good job at kind of touching on that without feeling sort of overbearing yeah. in the he he does a good job of making it relatable yeah and if, so i yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't i would never i never would have guessed that this was yeah if, if i hadn't read it in the like when i got like a press copy or something back then <laughs> i would, would never would have guessed well i only read it about like a couple of years ago so i didn't know for yeah a couple of decades or however long it's been out 15 years ago yeah. something like that i yeah i just think that kind of goes to you know speaks to how it's just really fucking good. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Um, yeah, the the other choice I I was going to mention kind of relates to what you just mentioned, 
but it's um, Mount Erie. Mm. I think Crow Part Two is is the is the one. Yeah, that I know. I is that, that one's, that's off that of, one's um, fucking heavy. I what's the name of the record? I think it's called Only think. Now. Yeah, like I can't listen to it. Yeah, <laughs> like I've listened to I listened to it like one time and just kind of left me in a puddle. Yeah, <laughs> it was so intense. I think the fact that I it's hard for me to pay attention to lyrics makes it easier for me to listen to but then when i yeah. you know try to adamantly focus and hear it yeah it's <laughs> it's so rough yeah it is um it's so beautiful it's just it's such a stunning record though. i mean it like i don't know i and we're gonna we'll, we're gonna talk more about this on some of these other picks in a different way but like the and sufian does this too like just the kind of sort of vulnerability and earnestness that are in these songs is mm-hmm. so it's like it's really moving and it's really it's like to me it feels like a really brave thing to do because it's terrifying to totally. do that like yeah. um and i think that the way they do or like that phil elvrum it's such a i don't know because there's like this line of earnest like I'm a big advocate of being earnest in the right moments because I think it's like this really powerful thing and people are scared of it for, and I get why, but I think that's amazing. Power. But also like if you're too earnest all the time, it's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like there's the line and like they're really good at kind of, I don't know, doing Who, it in a way that. Who's too earnest? Yeah. Who's an example oh, of we'll who's. Get to, oh, oh, we'll get there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's on your list. Oh, is it? Huh? <laughs> Oh, but, okay. I think I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, but no, these are yeah. Okay, I yeah, I like the. I think these are really. I both of those. Uh, I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to listen to the Mount Erie song after this. We're gonna see if I can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brace um, yourself. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, okay. Well, on on the flip side, to brighten the mood here, what's the song that'll usually put you in a better mood? And I thought this was going to be hip hop hooray. <laughs> uh, I forget my answer to this actually. Uh oh. I wrote it down. <laughs> Don't worry, everybody usually keeps. Has, oh. <laughs> when we do this, like I gotta have my list in front of me. Okay, so what's yeah? Um. Well, I, I will say. Um, on a side note, before I get oh. to the song, on a side note, um, I would say like any. Anything with Ashanti in it? Oh, yeah. And any 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 two thousands, you know, R and B. Yeah. Specifically with Ashanti, for sure. But I th- I feel like that's like an easy pick. Um, <laughs> but my pick was um, Midnight Request Line by Scream, the Digital Mystic nice. Mystics remix. I um, yeah, I. So this is. I, I I don't know, like the music world that I am most immersed in or come is like a different world than like electronic music. Mm-hmm. Like I think I, I started getting into electronic music in, I don't know, late like 2007. And it was actually our mutual friend, John Twells, who mm. is really where that started. But um, I fucking love this track. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. yeah, yeah. It's like arpeggios for days. Yeah. And just, yeah. Yeah. Arpeggios make me happy. Like, Same. I don't know. 
and and rumbling bass sub bass yeah. make me really 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 happy <laughs> yeah and this is like that's what this song is and then like the beat is like kind of minimalist but it's the perfect connection of those two things yes oh, yeah it yeah always hypes me up i i can't i can't not dance i can i can't not get up yeah. and dance to it right i mean for me um i think i also probably got into this type of music also in like the late uh early 2000s that didn't make sense but i mean like 2010 <laughs> yeah i, I don't or know so. yeah. <laughs> early early like 2010 2012 ish uh -huh. days uh which i think is probably quite a few years after this came out i can't remember but yeah. uh this was actually kind of my entrance into i mean i was like probably 2021 at the time so this is my mm -hmm. entrance into starting to go out as an adult, going to clubs, going to like see, oh, you know, wow. yeah. uh, like music, nightlife, aside mm -hmm. from bands, but, you know, in a in a like club context. Mm -hmm. So this is this is actually kind of what formed my, uh, I guess, electronic dance music cold taste. Nice. That's a hell of a. Yeah. I mean, again, I, my my like my knowledge of this world is limited um and that's you know having conversations with john it's just like ah it, they are an encyclopedia <laughs> yeah um yeah and it was it was the same when i did this episode like earlier episode with james ginsburg who is mm. another one who he's been in that scene for <clears throat> and i i learned so like i that's one of the things i love about doing this show is like i learned along the way and like mm. i it was yeah was you're, like a, you're just it, doing this to get new music Absolutely. You're just doing this Good to build God. your library. This is like How to build my library and and like absolutely and have <laughs> like fun conversations with cool people. Like that's all I care about. Um but he there was like a future sound of London track that it was like from 1996 or something. I'd never heard it. Like, and it's this huge track, and I should have heard it, but it just blew my mind. And I was like, God, I feel like I missed this whole world of and so anyway, I don't know what that has to do with anything. It's this never track too late is to banger. dig in. I know it's there's you know I, that's the thing I love about like there's so much music and I'll never hear it all and that sort of brings me a weird comfort like there's always stuff like amazing things to discover. Like, I feel like it's past. actually giving me anxiety that there's so much music because well, I I want to yeah. listen to all of it and I don't have time. I I I think I I, I totally get I would that. prefer it to be yeah more music than not enough music for sure. Right. And I know that feeling because I've experienced that a lot. I think there was some point in my life that I just was like, fuck this. Fuck that, <laughs> yeah, you know? I'm done. <laughs> and, yeah. Just whatever, like stuff's going to find me that needs to find me and it's okay. And I, you know, I don't know. But um, yeah, this song rules. Agreed. I, I, gosh. Yeah. More arpeggios, people. I don't know. I, <laughs> I, yeah. Okay. All right. So. The next question you don't want to answer. <laughs> what is it? What is objectively the best song of all time? I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> so full, there isn't one. Well, of course there's not one. I'm. I had some there, thoughts. Okay. Let, so, okay. Do you have the floor? <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, okay. One, there's no answer. There's no answer. Yes. No, there all. is not it. But like, I think maybe the first thing that came up in my head was like, 
Prince Purple Rain. Yeah, I mean. But just because it's so well-loved, I think it'll never get old. It's so long and it never loses your interest. It's so epic. It's so like karaoke worthy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, all those things. But is it the best song ever? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know. Could be today, but I don't know. Maybe not tomorrow. I don't know. Absolutely. And there's, well, and I, you know, I keep waiting and this hasn't happened yet. And because like, again, I don't think there's an objective. I think it's bullshit. And that's why I put it in here. Cause I think it's <laughs> funny. Um, and I just like to see what people like, where your brain goes. Like, I think that's really mm. interesting, but I keep waiting for someone <clears throat> to, because obviously like people I'm interviewing, like we're thinking this from a very like Western perspective. Yeah. I want someone to like, tell me it's like, Oh, it's this Gamelon piece. Hell this, yeah. Like, Hell yeah. Like to me, you know, so like that's what I'm waiting for. But nobody's because I think there's yeah, there's so much music that doesn't just, you know, for various reasons doesn't get we don't even think about that is like objectively un just incredible. And so it's like anyway. Also, like best best can fit so many categories, like best in what? Yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> that's what I hey, this is this is like the perfect answer is like not having kind of having, having an answer, an answer. not really and and this is why but but also purple rain is like <laughs> i mean yeah it's like one of the best fucking songs yeah it really is <laughs> i mean another one i thought of was maggot brain yeah kind of oh similar vein God. but yeah i yeah you oh, oh yes i mean there i i think you could yeah uh, there, i can't remember who it was. i've had a conversation where it's like I feel like you can make a pretty like objectively what is the best band of all time? It's like Funkadelic. Mm. <laughs> like, I don't know. I mean, I don't believe that, but I mean, I believe <laughs> that, but I don't believe that in the sense that there is. Uh, anyway, okay. Well, I'm gonna make sure everybody knows though that it's Purple Rain, and that's what you said, and it is gospel. We can <laughs> yeah, we can go with yeah, sure, sure, we can go with that. <laughs> no one's gonna argue. No one's gonna be like, no, Purple Rain sucks. Right. And if they You're did, gonna have like, a lot of people having problems with you if you say that it sucks. So yeah, and and, and if you think Purple Rain sucks, you're objectively wrong. No, I'm just yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, basically. <laughs> okay, well now that we got that out of the way, what what's a song that you used to love, but now you kind of cringe when you hear it? You like <laughs> it just doesn't kind of it doesn't work for you now, <laughs> like it once did. Oh wait, so oh oh yeah 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 yeah. Um, I wasn't, I was wary of divulging this or not. Okay. You know, because okay. I don't want to expose myself. Oh. <laughs> you see some of the stuff people say. I don't think. <laughs> well, the artist is Fallout Boy. Oh. That's the one. You know one. who's a huge Fallout Boy fan? Talks Ooh. about him all the time. Who? Claire Rousset. Really? Oh my gosh. I think Claire's covered Fallout Boy. Really? I... Respect yeah. that. I've met Claire yeah. one time and we didn't talk about Fallout Boy, but now that oh. I have this intel, like I can't wait to <laughs> find them again so I can yes. <laughs> we can talk each other's ears off about it. Yeah, I mean yeah. I was obsessed. I was on the live journal community, all of this. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so the so okay, the, speaking of like being maybe too earnest. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, I knew that. I knew that this is what you're referring to. I, <laughs> Hence I was, the cringe so, part. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's pretty. So, and again, like I never had a thing with Fallout Boy, but I think it's just because I'm. So I I don't know how old you are, but I'm guessing I'm I'm probably like 
eight to ten years old. I'm probably more your closer to your sister's age. So well, like, I was I had my... two or three years old when Hip Hop Hooray came out, so I gave you that clue. Yeah, so I'm about ten years older than you. Okay. I think. <laughs> so like I had my own shit. Like like it was the like the era of pop punk. Yeah. You know, before Fallout. It's this it's all the same thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I get it. Like I had like all the like lookout records that like I was obsessed with I mean I still talk about the band Rancid all the time. Oh, so. well, I had a little bit of that because that's what my sister was obsessed with. See? So then I also grew up listening to Branson too. Yeah. Still but bangs. Then, still bangs. Oh, uh, I have a whole other podcast where me and a friend talk about Rancid. So. <laughs> and it's mostly we talk about like the weird nature of fandom and what it means. Oh, but, yeah. that Yeah. Because it's like, like, what do you do with something that was so formative to you? And, and especially like in their case, like they're probably not like the greatest people. <laughs> like, do mm. I really, anyway, that's a enough plugging of my o- other <laughs> things, but yeah, fall. This was, um, <clears throat> it's really catchy though. This song, I'll give you that. Like it's super catchy. It is. It is. I will say also, I, I, I specify the acoustic version. What's the, the song is my heart is, my heart my is, is the, the worst, worst kind of, kind of weapon. Which... Yeah. <laughs> Tells it all in that. Tells it, does, it that it's like... going to be a banger. So is there like an electric version of this too? Yeah, I think I forgot about it because I probably just blacked it out of my my mind. But this was this came off of an EP, I think, by the same name. And the EP uh. was like five songs and it was acoustic versions of some of their songs. And I think even like a cover of um, Joy Division, I feel like. I can't oh remember. So yeah, weird. Love Will Tear Us Apart. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, but this one, I think this one is the best one. And I think they, they, I was only reminded of this when I kind of went back, uh, you know, looking it up after mm-hmm. uh, I answer that question, but I guess they have a full band version on, um, the album that came just before that. Okay. But I would argue very adamantly that it's not as good. This acoustic oh, version okay. is better. I'm going to have to... Uh, yeah, I mean... It's... I, I don't know. Like, I listened to this and it was... You're like, yeah, it's all shit. <laughs> no, I mean, it's like... I I don't know. Like, there's something about music... Like, again, because I was... I had a very formative thing with pop punk when I was a teenager. And this takes me right back. It's like... Uh, like, the acoustic thing, my brain was a little bit like, wait, why are they doing this acoustic? Mm. But... um, I don't know. I couldn't help but just kind of... I was like... I can't hate it. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's very cringy, but I can't hate it because, like, it reminds me of being, for better or worse, like being fifteen and definitely, like, definitely. driving around in my friend's car, blasting like rancid songs, thinking, you know, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, thinking we were like hard asses. Yes. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, you and your Ford Probe were so fucking hard, man. <laughs> Yeah, well, it know. reminds me of uh, Warp Tour, so. Yeah. Warp Tour started, like, I think I had, like, my punk phase had passed. Mm. Like, I just missed it. And so. Um, I think I, I heard that Warp Tour to... is back. I think, yeah, I think it is. I don't know. Or maybe it never stopped. I don't know. Like, it's, like, all those sort of legacy bands are, st- like, rancid and yeah, i think true. fallout boy like, i mean yeah no they're, effects. they're on tour they're and they're them. not they're not touring like old tunes they're touring new tunes they've been having albums they yeah i mean and they they're probably getting paid pretty well so good, good for, for them. them 
Yeah, good yeah. for them. I mean, <laughs> can't, yeah. Okay, well, I still, it is still I mean, the funny, early. the funny thing is like, because uh, you mentioned Rancid and it makes me think of my sister. I remember that Field by Ramen, uh, sorry, Fault Boy released on Field by Ramen, um, record label, I think from Chicago. And okay. I think like many years prior, they also released um, like some of my fa- my sister's favorite bands. Oh, so yeah. even though I think she would never listen to Fall Out Boy, it's totally in the same lineage. Right. Yeah, I that's and that's I mean yeah, that, like that's why I can't. Like if I was sitting there, it's like oh, this is shit. Like I'd just be a hypocrite. It's like <laughs> yeah. it's like let's look at your. Fucking... You did it too. <laughs> I know, I know. Like, and I will still fucking like. I will go to bat for an outcome the wolves until the day I die. It's like so. Um, okay, well, this could I mean, I'm sure like any of these songs we talked about could answer the next question, but um, what's the song that most people, some group of people, whatever the context is you want to oh. make, people absolutely <clears throat> hate, but you don't give a shit. You love it. Oasis, champagne, supernova. <laughs> <laughs> My note on Everyone here hates is hates it. <laughs> There's this, this is the perfect answer. My note, like, because I made notes for all these, and it says, it's like, I try to hate this, but I can't. Ah, yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I think it's part of it is like the Gallagher brothers are just gross. Yeah. And I don't, like, I don't, but. See, I, I don't, like, I don't exactly know how gross they are. I've only heard that they're uh, gross. So maybe I, that would make me hate it. One of the things, so. In a previous episode, it was actually in the Patreon section, I think. Um, somebody picked Wonderwall for one of those questions. And we, so we were talking about Oasis. And do you... So I... And he didn't know the story. This story. It was because it was back in the Wait, 90s. Sorry, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Cause maybe I actually meant Wonderwall. I can't remember. Well, but same, either, same either of them. Thing. Yeah, either of them. Yeah. They're both hated I mean, and they're both... I'll both... Yeah. I'll sing along to both of them. But, but anyway, so we're talk- yeah, it, did you have, do you know the story of when, like, I think they were p- supposed to play like an unplugged gig, like when MTV did unplugged gigs mm. and whichever one of the brothers is the singer, like he got, he was said he was sick and couldn't perform. Mm. And so the other brother had to sing all the songs and he is not as good of a singer, like even close as good of a singer, which, you know, it's like, oh, that sucks. Well, then the sick brother, I don't remember, I don't know which is which, but mm showed up to the show in the crowd and just fucking heckled his brother the whole time. And it's like the most, it is, oh my God, it's like the, I, I love that story. It's so mean. Yeah, I, <laughs> I would yeah, never speak to him again. I, yeah. I can't see myself doing that to my sister or her doing that right. to me, but I, I, yeah, I love that story. That's hilarious. Yeah. So that's like the only thing I ever think of when I think about Oasis is like, Damn, God, because I know there's like a whole like drama for like 20 year rivalry or something right. with those guys. But is it only me, two that, brothers in the, the family? Do you know? Are there more? I don't know. Yeah. That'd be a good question. It's like, is there the brother who's like the insurance salesman or something? Yeah. Like, God, yeah. Fucking like no one fucking cares about him. <laughs> right. He's like, thank God you guys are fucking Or like terrible. he's the only one loved by the family. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, they've just, the rest of the other two have been disowned. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, no. I, or he's just like the middle, the middleman in between. Oh, always yeah, getting like, like trying, trapped in their drama. And he's trying to like negotiate a truce way. all the time. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I want to know. Yeah. I hope there's a third brother just for the 
stories. I would feel very have. bad for him. Oh God, that'd be the worst. If I was the if if I was the th- I would just I would disown. I'd be like, fuck it, I'm Definitely. done with you, you guys. Um, yeah. So well, like I said, I try to hate the song. I can't. So um, either one. It's very so. singalongable. It is. It, yeah. It's both of them are. And I don't even know what the fuck they're talking. I don't know what a Wonderwall is. I don't know what the fuck a Champagne Supernova me neither, is. Me neither. <laughs> but it sounds cool. So, you know. Yeah, you just you just sing it and you just sing it in like, you know, the the like the kind of twangy, twangy, yeah. weird <laughs> accent. <laughs> yeah, just go with it. Oh, man. Okay. Well, let's, uh, I, I mean, I guess maybe one of these songs could fit this. But what, what do you think is the most romantic song? Oh, um, it's hard to say most, but the one that comes to mind is Jeff Buckley and Elizabeth Frazier, uh, Flowers in Time. So incredible. Yeah. So good. You can make a case that that's like the greatest song of all time. I know, I know, (laughs) I know. I think I only heard of it. I only, yeah, heard of it for the first time just a few years ago. Um, I mean, I love Liz Frazier. I love Cocteau Twins, and mm. I was just trying to listen to every single thing that she's ever sang on. Also, like I loved um, Teardrop and like the other stuff that she mm-hmm. did with Massive Attack. And I, I didn't even know that that was Liz Frazier when I first heard of those songs. <laughs> but yeah, I just kept on digging and digging, and then I found that one, and pff, yeah, it's it's amazing. It's amazing too also how like it was never properly released. She didn't even want it to be released. She's kind of like embarrassed about it because it wasn't finished. Um, I feel like, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a, I'm sure it's something that's really precious to her. So maybe that's also part of the reason why she doesn't want it out there, like precious and personal. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, with something that close to you and so precious oh in, in terms of like emotionally precious, I'm sure. It's really hard to to have it out and not be how you intend it or like, right. you know. I know. I can't imagine what that feels like. Like that just seems so seems kind of cruel and yeah. especially for something that's like so it's so beautiful and so um we talked about this on an earlier episode and we were just kind of like looking at the lyrics to it like the like every line is just kind of this beautiful phrase and it's just I don't know. Uh and her voice on here. I know. It just, it's like it just, it just like cuts. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think the yeah. fact that this wasn't like a studio re- ready, mm. uh, you know, perfected lyrics, perfect uh, melodies, perfect all of that. It really, I th- I feel like we're really lucky to be able to experience that little capture of moment in their time. Hmm. Yeah. No. I, yeah. That's I. I love this pick. I love mm. this song and I love it. Like it, like I don't remember what the, it was the answer for last time, but like this context of it, like that's kind of how I, that's always how I've sort of thought of it. Yeah. So it's like, it really resonates and it's, Oh God, it's so, ah, <laughs> I've de- there's definitely been days where I've just listened to this song on repeat mm-hmm. full days I've had, in, I, in few in a row. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's one of those songs where it's, Again, like I, I seriously think you can make a case. It's like object. It's like, it's one of the best songs ever. Yeah. And what's so amazing is that it's like I, like I truly believe that. And it's, at the same time, it's like I should never have heard it. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. 
so like, I don't know how to know, reconcile this. You're listening to like a little whisper that happened between like two beautiful humans. Right. I know. It's it's very it's crazy. Like voyeuristic, but yeah. um it's so good. It's and so now good. it's just on YouTube. And that's just, yeah. Now and you know, I had to rip YouTube. it and now it's in my library. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. I'm surprised someone hasn't tried to do like I don't know. Yeah, like remastered. Like uh, yeah, yeah, true, like true, true. Like put on a seven inch, just throw a bunch of money at her or something. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Or maybe maybe people have. And she's yeah, and she's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, she's like, how dare you even mm. ask? Um, well, okay. So the lyrics for this song are incredible, and we we already <laughs> talked about how you like lyrics aren't you don't I don't know if you, not don't pay attention to them, but it's really hard for me to pay attention to them. Yeah. Um, but what are your favorite lyrics? I don't have an answer. You don't have an answer. I don't. Okay. I don't. I mean, yeah, makes... <laughs> I, I could. You know, I was thinking about that one, and I was like, I could sit down and look up the <laughs> lyrics to some of my favorite songs and be like, Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's the it. one I really like. That yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think no, that I mean... would just be totally in, uh, yeah, <laughs> fake, <laughs> yeah, not well, hey, real. But that's... yeah, it's it is a shame. Uh, I wish that I could pay attention to lyrics a bit more. I think, I know for me, I have I have ADHD, and Same. I word yeah gang yeah. gang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I I love having ADHD. Not not Same. this this reason doesn't you know doesn't right. bring me joy. I but feel like, like it's my superpower. Sometimes, Same so. yes yes it really is like yeah. I can really focus on some shit I really care about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if I don't care about it, fuck. Well, yeah, definitely, definitely. But whatever, it's like. And yeah, I don't, I don't um, know. I think, uh, I think there's some, there's some people that lyrics is the first thing that they hear, mm -hmm. um, in a song. But for me, it's really not. And I might even, I might even kind of sing along to it. But it's more singing along to kind of like the shapes and the sounds of. Right, you know the just mouth, just like the melody, and yeah, 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 and and a lot of times I'll be singing along to, it and then it'll take a minute for me to be like, oh, that's what I'm saying, like, <laughs> right. oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> where it's like sometimes it really elevates uh, my love for whatever it is, but sure. sometimes it also is like, sometimes it can detract from it, yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. So I'm curious, like when, so like when you're writing lyrics, like how do you approach, like. It's, I think it makes it a lot more challenging. I've, yeah. I think I'm just naturally not like one for linguistics. Yeah. Um, I like talking. <laughs> I like being vocal, <laughs> but uh, I, words really kind of are confused in my head. Often. Right. Mm -hmm. um, I need to write them down for them to kind of really to to really hone mm -hmm. in and like dissect them. So yeah, writing lyrics is really a challenge. I think also especially because I don't have many examples of lyrics that I uh, mm. like. My my training, my ear isn't really well trained. Right. Because when I'm listening to music, like yeah, the the words go in one ear and they go out the other, and I'm just listening to the beat or the harmonics or whatever. So yeah, right. it, it is really hard. Um, and it's something that, like, I think in uh, my album Purge, it was the first thing that I, first big thing mm -hmm. that I wrote. I think most of the songs don't have lyrics. Probably one or two of them do. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, yeah, often it kind of just comes out in like a 
press record stream of consciousness kind of way. Yeah. Um, also probably why I kind of look to Liz Frazier a lot as well, because she sense. also didn't have so many lyrics in a lot of her songs. I mean, she developed her own language, but I, right. I think that's a little different from what I do. But uh, yeah, for me, I think there's even been tracks of mine where I've recorded the vocals and mm -hmm. um, decided that that's what I wanted it to be. And then thought, okay, I should write some lyrics to it. And I already knew what it was about because it's what mm -hmm. I was feeling in the moment. Um, right. So it was also what was coming out in the moment too when I hit record. Cause a lot mm -hmm. of times I just, I just take the first take uh, and <laughs> wow. yeah, the magic is just there. And yeah. then when I try to re-record it or try to write lyrics to it, um, it's just, yeah, the words can't, <laughs> really describe everything that was there. So yeah, I feel like it it, narrow, it it narrows things down and kind of misses the rest, yeah. I think. That's, no, I think that's really, I get that. And that's really interesting. I like, yeah. See, that's a way better answer than what song you're, awesome. <laughs> I do respect, I do respect good lyricists though. Like I think they're so what? talented and I, I wish I had Absolutely. that talent. Yeah. It's, it just, also, it's like a, a totally different thing. It's just yeah. to me, you know. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, we're going to go. So, well, normally we'd be going to the Patreon section here, but since we kind of move things around, we are bringing one of the Patreon questions out into the open. So people mm. who aren't on the Patreon are going to get a little, little sneak taste. peek. Ooh. Yeah. So this is what the kind of things you get if you join the Patreon. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, so what, what's, what's a song that people really love, but you just don't get it. Oh, Shit, yeah. People might really hate me for this. Uh-oh. <laughs> Oops. Okay. Well, um, I will preface this by saying that um, in the past, I did enjoy Amnesia Scanner. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Found a lot not of inspiration so much now. <laughs> no, not really. Yeah, I think before I found, I mean, they were very inspiring to me. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think in the past handful of years, I just can't get down with what is what they're putting out. It really hurts me. <laughs> it's that's, actually, that's the worst. I know. I feel like, no. That's the worst. Yeah, like I mean, because I've had those things too. Where it's like, God, I really love this thing, and then it just kind of like on one of these on the. So one of the questions that we're not going to do is the song that changed your perspective on an artist. Mm. And my favorite answer I've had because when I wrote that question, I was thinking of it's like what's you heard a song by an artist that you didn't think anything and you heard it you're like oh there's something else here yeah uh, somebody answered it the other way of like <laughs> i heard this and it was and i can't remember it was a wu-tang song and it was oh, like oh damn. yeah well i mean and, and it was like yeah they're fucking past it yeah like, that's not fair though yeah i know but like <laughs> those hurt yeah like those hurt <laughs> yeah wu-tang's different though i feel like nothing yeah. can negate what they oh, had no. at, yeah. ever ever like oh, and, I don't. Like, I mean, have you seen the? Sure. Have you seen the RZA? Um, no, the beat, I need to. The beat the, thing. Like, no, I haven't. D 
you know what I'm talking about? The video where he's like doing a demo for, I don't know if it's like oh, an no, no, NPC no. or something like that. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 I've seen that. And he's making I, a I beat thinking, on the fly. Yeah, 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 I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking that, because there's like some TV, they made like a TV show about like, a, it was like a dramatized oh, version yeah, of Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I didn't watch that. it. No, yeah, me neither, yeah. not yet. But yes, I have seen the video where he's making the beat, yes. Right, yeah, like, I love him. He's an amazing oh. producer. I, 36 yeah. Chambers, sick. We yeah. take forever. Sick. That beat. Shit. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Boo boo. Trash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. No, I, I, it's. But I still respect yeah. him. Oh God! I mean, when you when you make something like Thirty Six Chambers or Wu Tang, like you're golden. I mean, as long yeah. as you don't. I mean, there are things that can. Because I also on a previous episode talked about. Uh, the ignition remix. Oh and yeah, 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 yeah. It's like you just, you know, you can't. Yeah, no, that that definitely <laughs> d doesn't hit the same anymore. Definitely not. Right, but it's like, yeah, okay, Wu Tang put out some trash it, later <laughs> part, but it doesn't negate, yeah, how no, and, and I mean, and some of them are still making really good, like for sure. Every, like Ghostface shows up on places and is still fucking Ghostface. Yeah. Like, okay. Cool, but um. Okay, well, we won't talk too much more about that so people don't get mad. Uh, <laughs> or they can get mad. You know, I will just say about that, I think I think that Sonic's just changed. You know, I yeah. think they're kind of doing the same thing, but they pushed it in, one, uh, in a direction, and that direction is not... I just can't really dig it. Yeah. But That's to fair. each of their own, like, for me, it just doesn't... It sonically it doesn't... It hits different places than yeah. the right ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, That's a all. very gentle way of putting it. I like it. <laughs> all right. On, on a happier note, what what's a song that you have or you can listen to the most? Oh, okay. Uh, Braid, A Dozen Roses. Really? Yeah. Nice. I, I think this was one that uh, my sister was really into. So uh -huh. I picked up from her when I was really young. And... Um, yeah, I was obsessively listening to it, and I still, I'm, I still listen to it all the time today. I think it's an amazing song. Yeah, it's, like um, no, I, I don't cringe at all. Like I don't feel ashamed of uh, right. <laughs> of loving it and showing it to people. <laughs> I think it's a fucking sick song. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I think it's and like this going back to like the earnestness thing. It's like super earnest, but it doesn't. It's like a different kind of earnestness than like Fallout Boy. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like definitely, it, definitely. It, like this, it lands. Like it's like okay, yeah. Yeah. Like I can, I feel this. Yeah, but I mean, I don't in know if I listen to it a lot though. Gosh, it's because it's kind of heavy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think uh, because I don't really think about. Yeah, I guess yeah, exactly. What? It's really know. good. Like no, I'm, I think actually I'm, the 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 music that I listen to the most is always pretty heavy and sad. Yeah, I mean, that's probably true for Maybe me, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> I know. I'm just a, yeah, I'm a big sack. Um, well, that's awesome. No, I love this song. And I, I was, I, when I looked it up, I can't believe this came out in 1998. That mm. kind of shocked me. Like, it doesn't... What, that it was so... It was... Like, it still you feels... You thought it was like, older or newer? No, I mean, I don't know. It's just, it's one of those songs that, like, if this came out a couple of years ago, if you told me like this came yeah. out in 2015, I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, it's really it's kind of got like a timelessness to it. Yeah. It doesn't which, feel dated at all. It doesn't feel mm -mm. like, yeah, any, yeah. 
Yeah, I agree. Which is weird because I feel like there's a fair amount of music that's like kind of in this vein that does feel dated. Mm. But something about Braid, like his voice, whatever, maybe. Maybe so. Yeah, yeah his it's voice like, is not the... like this annoying kind of whiny. Yeah, that's. Yeah, <laughs> I think that I really think, could be it. I think that. I think that's it. <laughs> I think you've. I think you've unlocked it. Um. Okay. Well, other happy things. What's the last song that you completely fell in love with? Um, the Senyawa. Um, uh, I think it's an album that they released during COVID. I think they did like a whole acoustic album. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I can't remember what it's called, but the track that I chose and am in love with is what's it called? Kehana. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, so good. Actually, the thing is, I mean, Sanyawa is amazing. Um, right. They are already super heavy, mm-hmm. but I think there are other stuff I don't listen to all the time. Like I probably listen to a couple times and I really appreciate and really respect. Right. Um, but this album, I don't know why all of it being acoustic, it felt so much heavier to me. I yeah, no, it does. Stuff. It feels more like, I think it's, because it feels kind of stripped back, it focuses the intensity or something. Yeah, yeah, I think it's everything's closer. It's like it, yeah. there's there's no reverb. Well, I mean the the reverb is super close. It's not kind right. of like hazy and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so when he's yeah. shouting, he's really shouting. Yeah. Oh, and my I, God. I think the yeah. strumming also, like like the the I don't know the the plucking of the strumming is mm-hmm. so there's, intense. I know it feels kind of raw and yeah. like it's it's yeah it's so good. It remind. Some of it reminded me a bit. Do you have you listened to much Khan Mikami? No, like, I don't, who's that? Should I? So he's like, yeah, like so he's like this Japanese um, singer songwriter was really like seventies eighties. He was like part of the whole like PSF crew that, like um, that like, you know, High Rise came up in and Kaiji Hano came up through and, but it was it's like acoustic guitar singing, and it's it kind of has a similar like, it feels like the the playing is kind of skeletal and very like i don't know but it's then he, he's just wailing and it's like so intense and incredible and yeah i need um, to hear that yeah uh black editions that that label that reissues a bunch of japanese stuff okay. they did I think a couple years ago they did a reissue that's really cool i'll send you a link yes please this. please i think if if you love if you love this i think you will absolutely love Khan mikami and he's, okay we're in amazing um but yeah this i'm like i'm the same i love like i'm huge a big fan of sinyawa but i don't listen to it a lot but yeah this this album there was something about it that just like really grabbed me totally rinse over and over and over yeah but that yeah so that track specifically I, I think i just love the, the yeah the the chords that he's playing in the beginning it's like yeah i, I don't know how to describe it it's one you of guys those just have to listen to it Exactly. And you hear, because it is, it's like one of those things when you hear, it's like you feel it in some part of you. You're like, oh, <laughs> it's like you can't describe it. It's, it's weird. achy. That's what it is. It's yeah. achy. It's achy. Yeah. Perfect. Um, okay. Where are we at? I got, I got distracted. Um, okay. Oh yeah. What's the sexiest song? <laughs> funny question. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess maybe I have a funny answer. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I I don't think it's the sexiest it, song ever, but I just want to drop Earth. <laughs> I feel like 
And I, I don't even think it's, it's not the specific song. I think I, I just picked the first song on that album. Uh, okay. What's it called? Like special low frequencies. Something. Um, yeah. But I can't. I, I see the cover. I can see the cover. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. Yeah. I don't it's know. A, it's just it's just so low and demonic and fucking good. Fucking, and it's just relentless. Yeah. It's, it's just, evil. I love the thing I want. And I feel like Earth do this. Like, so it. You know, there's there's always a thing in music where it's like you get like tension builds up and then it kind of breaks. They never fucking it just builds yeah. up and just yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. this constant build from start to finish. And at the end, you're just kind of like, I can't catch my breath. Fuck, I've been like <laughs> run over. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to a friend recently, um, a friend and uh, their partner, and he was saying how uh, he was just making a joke. How he was like, oh yeah, I knew that she was the one for me because. Um, you know, I put on coil and, and we were making out to coil. And I was like, oh, yeah, if she can make out to coil. Then, like, she's definitely the one. Yeah. And I was thinking about that. And I was like, yeah, for me, it's earth. Yeah. <laughs> That's the test. If you can't if, yeah. put it on. Can you get down? Like, can you get down with that? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's like, all right. All right. This might work. <laughs> Never would have guessed that was the answer to this, but I'm here for it. And and like in that context, too. Totally, yeah. That's like find the, the thing that can yeah the earth or the coil to the yeah somebody yeah. can get down to and find your that, person yep that's how you find your person um okay where are we oh totally so what's the best hype song Ooh, um nero their song called innocence this is also uh something that was maybe a little bit uh predates my uh time with scream and digital mystics Mm-hmm. When I was listening to a bit more, um, uh, a little bit more trash dubstep, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this this song, yeah. this song's the one. Um, I mean, I recently, uh, it was in my mind, my mind recently because I went out the other night to a friend's um, like event that they're playing or throwing, and the closer DJ, who is now my new favorite DJ, his name is Trice. He Close with the song and I lost my fucking shit. Oh my God. I think I was completely sober, only drank water, hands were up in the air, yelling my face <laughs> off, like looking around and kind of being like, what is going on? Ah! <laughs> That's amazing. Oh man, I could, oh, I could, yeah, I could see that. That's, it's it's it, an epic, yeah, really, really epic song, but it's one that I, I feel like is, I don't feel like it's cringe. I feel like some people probably would not vibe with it because it is like so epic and maybe like an EDM uh, flavored type of way. But uh, yeah, I think it's just sick. The vocals are so good. The beats Voc- hard. Yeah, the vocals are incredible. The buildups. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's it's just like this super well written song. <laughs> like yeah, take, it, like take all the parts that people might find like cheesy or whatever away. Like, yeah. It's just a really good fucking song. Like it the is. structure of it and like the, yeah, the, vo- I mean, the vocals are unbelievable. Um, and wow, to drop that at the end of a night, that's, <laughs> that's something. That's, a, uh, I mean, it is yeah. because also I've been, I've been having it on my, cause yeah, I DJ as well and I, I've been having it on my USB stick waiting mm-hmm. for the perfect night <laughs> to drop it because I, I need, I need it to be a night where people are gonna go crazy for it. So, right. you know, it's not for everyone. Right, but uh, yeah, when when he dropped it, I did everybody it was, else go crazy? Well, 
so there were only like 10 people there it was that oh, okay. kind of, it was that kind of yeah. night I mean, right. it was sick though because everyone was like super like fucking vibing with it and, and dancing yeah. and everything but yeah everyone else was fucking with it but i'm not sure if it was just because i was going crazy that it <laughs> was riling up your energy yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or kind of just like making eye contact and being like come on <laughs> maybe bullying it them into right. into you know going crazy for it i don't know sometimes that's what's got to happen so yeah <laughs> i mean if i were him i would have if I were to play that song as my last song in the future, mm -hmm. which I hope that I do get a chance to do that, I hope there is someone like me out yeah. in the crowd. <laughs> I bet I hope for him and like I would get that that like if I was in that position, that would like totally make the whole night to see mm. like to drop that at the end and see somebody <laughs> just fucking lose it. That would be so good. So I hope he had that experience. <laughs> <laughs> I think he did. He did. Good. Um, all right, well, we're in the home stretch here. We got the two big questions left, sort of. Oh, there's two why. more? Yeah. What do we got? I don't remember. What do we got? So what's we have what's the song that means the most to you? Oh, yeah. Um, so for this one, I picked a song by Sarah Chen. It's called... Uh, it is called Dream to Awakening. At least that's okay. the English translation of the song. But okay. it is a Taiwanese, yeah, she's a Taiwanese pop singer um, from some decades ago. Uh, for me, it is very important to me because it's one of my mom's favorite songs. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I just, yeah, I have memories of, um, so when I was growing up, my parents, they mainly listened to Chinese music, like Canto music, or sometimes mm -hmm. Mando or Taiwanese music uh, and some Vietnamese music as well. Uh, but I think that most of it was always coming from my dad. He was really into mm. music growing mm -hmm. up. Um, he's the one that also like picked up guitar. He doesn't really know how to play, but um, was playing a few songs. Um, but also, yeah, I would just remember a lot of long drives with him where uh, he would just put, yeah, Chinese songs on so I mm -hmm. it was very important to me growing up yeah but my mom she wasn't so into music uh but this one this I I always remember her always being super happy when he put this song on and mm -hmm. she would sing along to it so yeah it just has a really I love that yeah really special um gives me a special feeling and also it's it's a beautiful song it's like a beautiful yeah. sing-along song even though if you know I, I don't really know what she's saying i can't speak mandarin i grew up speaking a little bit of cantonese but i yeah i have no idea what she's saying um but i try my best to sing along to it yeah uh, it's just yeah it's just beautiful i yeah that's i love that um i love and I, I always love a song where there's something kind of magical when yeah it's like in an, a language you don't know but mm. you can still like you can there's still a connect like you like you said you you sing along to the sounds or you sing like mm. in it because it's so um I yeah I love that and I, that's really so I'm curious do your do your parents like have they heard your stuff do they listen to they they've heard like, my stuff yeah <laughs> actually yeah recently uh because I think I told my mom about this album the the body album coming out just mm -hmm. keeping her updated of you know what what I'm working on, what's going on in my life. Right. 
and um she asked me to send it to her and i sent it i sent i didn't send her the whole album yet <laughs> i'm i'm a little yeah i do things bit by bit with them where yeah sometimes it'll take me months or something to send them something that i've just released or i don't mm-hmm. know why like i don't think i don't really know why uh, yeah. but i sent it to her the, uh the first single holy lands and i think she called me which oh wow was kind of surprising because sometimes I send her things. She's like, oh, yeah, nice. But this one, she called me. She's like, hey, yeah, I listened to the song. And so she's not really technologically uh, skilled. So I sent Uh her a YouTube link after I had told her that I was going to send her the song. Or uh, Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, I think it was a YouTube YouTube mm -hmm. link. And she, she said she called me and she was like, hey, yeah. So like I clicked on that link that you sent me and I I was listening to it. I thought. Hey, is that Felicia? Is that Felicia's <laughs> voice? <laughs> is that you? <laughs> so she didn't even know that it was me. Wow. Uh, but yeah, she said that she listened to it. And she's like, yeah, it was really cool. Really, That's really awesome. cool. I think anytime I've sent her something, I mean, she, yeah, because she's not really, she doesn't talk about music. She doesn't think about mm-hmm. music. She does, she, she listens to, yeah, old canto pop songs, but nothing further than that she doesn't mm-hmm. have any the language to speak about it so every single right. time that i've ever sent her anything she's always said that's cool yeah cool that's is her awesome adjective though. and i'm i'm down yeah. i'm down with cool yeah no that i i, I mean i totally because my parents are the same way and like i don't send them everything i do but um i just I had i did this performance and have this installation at this museum here that has been going on for the last month and my parents like went to it and nice. they they have like they they bought a membership to the museum because they were so oh. like they wanted to be and so they have gone like so many times and every time my mom just gets like so emotional talking about it. like they don't really wait they've they've bought the membership to be able to see your like yeah so they could go whenever times? they want yeah it's that's, like the most so sweet that's I know. So nice. I don't think they, and I don't know that I like. I've tried to express, but I don't know that they really know like how much that means to me because it's like, oh. it's there's something I don't know, and and I know it because it's like very conceptual and like I know they kind of get what it is and what it, but like they don't care. Yeah, they're just like, oh my god, you and it's you, you know, made that. <laughs> I know, and it's at this like place we've heard of. It's like not mm. some. You know, they're used to me. It's like, oh, you played at this where? What? Where are you going? What? Are yeah. You um, Actually, the 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 one um, the one situation I have uh, relating to that is I got to play in Times Square a oh, few wow. months ago, uh-huh. and that was the one that I was like, "Ooh, I'm gonna tell my parents this because yeah. they've been to Times Square." You know, I, I think I told them, "You know, Times Square, you've, we've been there. Remember, you know, like every New Year's Eve where the where the ball drops, mm-hmm. I yeah. was there." <laughs> It's but awesome. it's funny because I, I I showed my dad some videos of it, um, and he was listening to it and watching. Uh, because so I I did kind of like a like improvised noise set um, mm-hmm. during the daytime uh, where we were just like screaming and like feedbacking guitars into to speakers and stuff in the middle of Times Square during yeah, the day. Totally. Yeah, totally. Yeah, daylight. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like a Friday right after. It was like happy hour. You know, it was like oh, five man. six p.m. or something. <laughs> But I showed him that and like at first he was like, oh, yeah, cool, cool. Like Times Square. Yeah, I know that. And then when I showed him the video, he was like, ah, like 
oh, why are you screaming like that? Like, your throat's gonna get sore. What are you doing? Ah, why are you guys so noisy? And he's like, oh, you know, you're lucky that you did it during the day because if it was at night, you get complaints. Like, Pete, they would call the cops. Ah, yeah. Like, what are you doing? You were at Times Square and you blew it. What are you doing? <laughs> Doesn't your throat hurt? Yeah. What are you doing? That's and then funny. actually when I showed my mom, uh, I showed her the videos and she didn't say anything to them. And then I showed her pictures. She's like, oh, I like, I like these better. I can enjoy the pictures more. <laughs> hey, it's not for everybody. But that's yeah. cool. You they, know, they I still mean, appreciate it, you know. Yeah. Exactly. It's cool when you, can, when you can do things like that that, like yeah, like Times Square, like this museum. It's like okay, like I have context for that. I understand that. Right. And wow, right. you're there doing your thing. That's amazing. And right. So that's hopefully cool. the next time they see the ball drop on New Year's Eve, they'll be thinking of they'll, their their really cool daughter. Yeah, and hoping your throat's okay. Making, yeah, I'm hoping my throat's okay. <laughs> Continue to make cool music. Yes, cool music. <laughs> okay, Felicia, we're we're at the end here. We have one left. It's the big one. I don't oh, no. remember what this this one is. What's your favorite song? Uh, <laughs> what? I'm confused. Uh -oh. I, oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Got it, got it. <laughs> um, yeah, "Wandering Star" by Portishead. But I will, I will say that I, I, I just love "Dummy." The whole album yeah it's one of my favorite albums ever i think i would say top two favorite albums seven swans and dummy wow yeah nice i think yeah probably the two albums i've spent the most time with um yeah dummy is just amazing i love portishead oh, i'm a huge yeah. portishead fan i love i think beth gibbons is the ultimate goat yeah. as a vocalist uh yeah i i think i chose wandering star wandering star because perhaps i might have heard uh i'm sure that i heard portishead songs when they came out you know just watching mtv right. or listening to the radio and stuff but i don't think it ever like latched on to me that like i i had to really dig it and figure out what this was right right right, right. <laughs> and i think it took until um i was in college university uh and i think there was a moment i remember being super stoned super 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 stoned <laughs> <laughs> and someone put on wandering star and i was like what the fuck is this <laughs> i think okay. that one specifically uh i think that one sonically is the most weighty one of the of dummy mm -hmm. of the album so yeah. i think that one yeah it just it really hits me yeah i mean, I mean it's an amazing yeah, song. yeah the whole album is it's a perfect album so good so yeah. yeah so so good so perfect it's one of those albums too whenever i look i'm it's I don't know. I sit there and think. I'm just like, how is it? How is it possible for something like this to exist? Yeah. <laughs> like, it see, it's it seems like it's from, uh, I don't know, another place that I dream to someday touch. <laughs> like totally. And I obviously I want more from them, but I don't hate on them that they only came out with three albums because all of them are perfect. There's not. Yeah. 
I don't feel like there is one Portishead song that I'm is like a snoozer, like oh no, like this is this mm-hmm. isn't it. All of them are 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 it. Yeah. And yeah, like maybe one day, one could dream of us being blessed with another one. But even if we're not, then I'm okay with it. Yeah. Um, when you have a when you have a run like that, it's yeah. I mean, I have so much respect when Pete like you know like lauren hill made one perfect fucking record mm. it was like i mean mm. there's a lot more to like i'm sure but like it's been 30 years or something and that record still hey, yeah she's still she's still making a living off that record yeah because it's and it's still fucking amazing and i can't even imagine like trying you know like i would get in my own head it's like if i made something like that then try, like oh my god i gotta Definitely. Gotta try to do something else, like, um, you know. It's I like do a... love, I do love how Porta said they did change. They changed every single album. Yeah, like every. You no, know, it wasn't. Is it wasn't the same thing. Of course, it was like the same kind of moodiness. It was the same world, but it was always different. And I really respect that because fuck making the same album over and over again. Yeah, it's you know that's like one of those where I this is a whole other conversation. I'm not going to get into it because there are people who have. So like Phil Kneeblock has done the same thing for 60 years. Like mm. all his album, all his, I feel like they're all, I mean, he'll say this like, Oh, I figured out the thing I wanted to do. And I just, it's what I keep doing. And who is that again? Phil Kneeblock. He's, he makes these really loud, uh, like drone pieces, uh, okay. New York guy. He's been around for like, I think his first thing came out in the sixties. Like, and he okay. was, um, he's amazing. Like he does. And he's worked with, amazing people and he'll have like he has records like for four cellos for four Mm. flutes and they're just intense relentless and and they're not all the same like it's like he has the same idea that he's been refining and refining and refining and he's 90 now and like that's not what i do not for me yeah not for me that's but i have a respect for yeah i don't i like i respect the hell out of it and i love filmy block but like Mm. I think it's, I always think it's interesting to hear, you know, just like, I want to, I, I interviewed him and we kind of got into it, but it's like, I want to know more of like, why, like, how do you do that? Like, how do you get into, I, like, I just, maybe it's how does people who love to practice. Maybe. Yeah. I fucking hate, practicing. I hate practicing. I just do. That's why I'm not. I'm like, like let me just do something new. <laughs> why do I have right. to do this again? <laughs> yeah. That's why I don't. Yeah. I'm like, I don't. I, I know how to, people are like, oh, they'll start talking about like music theory and stuff. I'm like, I don't fucking know. I just yeah. know to do what I know how to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I don't want to practice. I just want to do it. <laughs> yeah. Same, same. Um, yeah. But yeah. I respect that. I think that's great. We we do need masters in things, you know? Yeah. Uh, not for me. Yeah. No, not for me. Like, I don't think I, I don't need to become a master in one thing. Definitely not. No. Get but, yeah. I, I mean we also are gang gang adhd i feel like right. that has a part to do <laughs> I, with it i think that has yeah i couldn't if i tried to do that i would lose my i would yeah. it would be over for me <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so yeah but i yeah portis had like i like three perfect albums i don't know you're good like and and who knows maybe they'll pull like a d'angelo and like you know i mean d'angelo made voodoo and everyone's which is a perfect record. Yes. And then 14 years later, out of nowhere, like nobody knew, yes. drops Black Messiah, which is a fucking amazing record. And yes. It is, 
So that's what I'm. I think like that's what I'm always hopeful for I'm in situations like this. Too. It's like we're just gonna be also, sitting there like, one day. <laughs> even just, can you go on tour again? Yeah, I never got to see them live. I would love to see them live. Yeah, that seems like more plausible, maybe. Yeah, I'd I'd yeah. settle for that. I'd be okay with that. I'd be satisfied. Somebody out there's got just so like please where, tell where them. Why aren't the billionaires putting their money to that? Like, throw a <laughs> stupid amount of money at them. Like, go on tour. Do like. I feel like they'd be the type of people though that they'd just be like, "I don't fucking nah. care. You take your money." I know. <laughs> Suck it. I know. <laughs> I'm just dreaming. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was. See, like I said, this is my whole excuse. This is just fun. I just have. I get to. It was. It was very fun. I make I a podcast, myself. and it's really just like, hey, I get to have fun. <laughs> Just chatting shit. <laughs> That's all it is. That's all it is. Okay, so the album with the body. What's the name of it? I've already forgot the name. I'm sorry. Orchards I'm a of a Feudal Heaven. Oh, it's a great title. It's on. I remember when it comes Thank out, you. February 23rd. Me too. It's my sister's birthday. Oh, what a birthday present! I'm sure she's yeah. very appreciative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she'll be like, "Oh, great, thanks." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Felicia, this was awesome. Thank you for doing it. Yes, it's been and, a pleasure. Um, everybody, go buy the record. Once again, thank you to Felicia Chin for taking some time on a cold winter's day in Berlin to talk to me about a bunch of killer tunes, frankly. Um, and yeah, so check out the playlist of her songs, which is linked in the show notes. And perhaps more importantly, go buy a copy of Orchards of a Feudal Heaven, Her in the Body. It is, it is a record that is going to make you feel some things. And, you know, that ain't a bad, that ain't a bad thing. So, uh, yeah, like I said, out February 23rd on Thrill Jockey. You can find me all over the damn place. Just look for Foxy Digitalis on Instagram, Twitter, wherever. Shoot me an email. Um, and hey, sign up for the Patreon if you want to, again, like support this show and Foxy Digitalis in general and all the stuff I do. It'd be amazing. It'd mean the world. And if, you know, that's not for you, take a few of those bucks and go buy the record. All right. Till next time, keep on listening to whatever the hell 